0: My name's Alex, and in a couple days, my wife and I are having a baby. This is the first entry in an audio diary podcast I'm calling Are You There Pod? It's me, Dad. Every week, I'll recap the previous week in figuring this parenting stuff out in real time while calling up my friends that all had babies within the same month I did. So come with me as I figure out parenting on the fly. Brian. Ronner.
1: I'm so excited. (sighs) This Friday... Um, exclusive
0: June invitation. 11th. Yes. The yes. most
1: exclusive invitation in town is to what?
0: Our coffee Clatch.
1: It is the first anniversary of Ask Rana Coffee, and we are celebrating with an exclusive event for coffee subscribers. Uh, we have sent out a paperless post. If you, if you're telling us, I they said they were sending an email. I didn't get an email. It came from paperless post. It came from askrun at gmail.com. So look in your spam or your inbox yeah. or whatever it is. Yep. Friday morning, we'll be sending out the exclusive link to the event, so keep your eye out for that. But this invitation is so gorgeous. I have
0: to say, the artwork for this invitation is so beautiful. So it's it's worth framing, frankly. S-
1: Studio French Blue did it for us. Who Terrific. I uh, may or may not have mentioned is the in-house calligrapher, the Ritz in Paris, Bad May. And I'm yes, not and also
0: the in-house callig. I know you're not. It is yep. for the Ritz Paris, which is one of yep. the most famous hotels in the world. Not to mention the in-house calligrapher for Askrana uh, Enterprises. There you go. Yeah, not so bad. So
1: it's this Friday. We can't wait. It's at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, anywhere else. Yep. You'll, you, I'm sorry that you don't live in those two main time zones. You'll have to figure it out for yourself. You've been for yourselves. Well, we are so excited. It is an exclusive, intimate event to say yes. thank you for all of your incredible, incredible support over the past year. It will be me. It will be Brian. It will be all of you. And yeah. you have until 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, mm. this Thursday, June 10th, Yeah. to subscribe for coffee. Anyone who is subscribed by 3 p.m. Eastern on Thursday, June 10th, will receive the invitation later that day. So you still have time to opt in if you want to. But don't forget, in your profile, we need your email address. Otherwise, you never Make be sure able to, to get the email. link. Yeah
0: exciting. See you at the clutch.
1: Can't wait. I'll never get used to it.
0: The recording in process. There's an announcement now when Ron and I are recording. And we thought it was Dante trying to like spook us, but I guess it's a Zoom thing, Rana.
1: It seems like it's a Zoom update. Yeah. But I'm never going to get used to it. No, it's it's very abrupt. It's very much like the ding of the microwave.
0: It's very much the ding of the microwave. It's very much having the wrong voice on your maps. You know what I mean?
1: Yes. It's
0: it's startling. Or the wrong ringtone. It's startling.
1: Or even just maps at all when they start. You know we should remind people, because ways. we have. We have so many new patreons, by the way, which That's is true. so exciting for us. Uh, but one of the perks of being a Patreon member is that you get to download your Rana or Brian or Rana and Brian voices for your ways. That's right.: And so basically, I believe in the initial email that they get when they join. The links are in there, but they can also go search on all the old Patreon posts, and it's right there. Yeah. Rana and Brian ways, and That's people true. love it.
0: But oh yeah, we, turn. We left. barely
1: talk about it. We we act like it's not even a perk. It's a huge perk.
0: Go straight, Rana. The whole thing.
1: Uh, rerouting.
0: Exactly. We're exasperated yeah. for some of it. We're with you on others. We're encouraging on some moves. Turn or yeah. right.
1: It's How are you, dear, today? What's happening?
0: My shoulder is absolutely killing me, Rana. I just put what? a lidocaine patch on there.
1: What do you mean?
0: I think I slept funny. I don't know. Have you ever heard of a lidocaine patch? Of like course, salon yeah.
1: yeah.
0: So I finally like had a reason to buy like Salon Paz. Like, what
1: pos. did you- s- Salon, salon pos? Pos?
0: You don't know Salon Paz? No. <gasps> Rana. I can't believe you don't know Salon Paz. It's uh, the, the, like, medicine for your back that for one razor or another is called Salon Paz. But no one knows why. Spell it. Salon. P-A-S.
1: S-A-L-O-N. P-A-S. And it's two different words or one word?
0: One word.
1: But what about they used to have Dones pills or something like that for you back? I don't know what that is. Salon Paz. And they make a patch.
0: They make a patch. I put two right on my shoulder, Ronna. Right on my bare skin shoulder.
1: And have you ever used them before? I have. And?
0: They're effective. They're effective for when, because what the most effective thing is to do is just to ice it, for me at least. Yeah. But I have to kind of like lay down to ice it it in this chair because it doesn't come up high enough. So I did a salon pass.
1: Huh. Yeah. How have I never heard of salon pass?
0: I would love to know. Dante, is there any way you can Google the origin of salon? Rana, calm down. Is there any way you can Google the origin of salon pass? The etymology, as they say. I'm mean, curious to know anytime if it's you invite someone's name. you invite
1: Dante into the broadcast, we have a problem.
0: But, but Rana, you really made me look on the bright side because I've always wanted to buy salampas and I finally got to. Hmm. I can't wait for this week's carousel. Salampa, Salon Salampas.
1: Salon Salon <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's right so now. true.
0: It's true. How uh, are you, dear?
1: I'm pretty good because I have uh what? Summa, just about summer.
0: It's summer.
1: Summer is coming. I'm excited. I'm really excited because we have a big coffee clatch coming up on Friday.
0: We are clatching this Friday, June 11th, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Correct. Which will be, which was technically June 12th in Europe.
1: 9 a.m. in Australia, so Mm. also technically June 12th.
0: Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. Which is... Very, very exciting. So please, Ron, is there a dress code? Or is it just like Coffee Clatch Chic?
1: I'd say Coffee Clatch Chic is a good idea. But this is an opportunity for people who are coffee subscribers and who have done their due diligence and have gone into their Shopify and put their uh, email addresses. Because if they don't put their email addresses, they're never going to receive the invitation. But this is an opportunity for them to spend a little time With you a little time, with me a little time, with all the other people who have supported the coffee over the past year, we can't say thank you enough. It has been one year since we launched the coffee, and I have to I have to credit the Bixby boys. It's as delicious as the first cup I advertised.
0: Thanks to those boys who are always up to mischief, but they're good business people, Rana.
1: I. I don't know whether they're good people or terrible people. All I know is they make terrific coffee.
0: That's right, Ronna. They That's get what the I know. job that it's fair trade and everything.
1: So I'm very excited about that. I'm getting very excited for Friday. And Ronna.
0: Oh yes, please keep going. Please keep going. But I please.
1: There's a lot of talk about what happens in the lab around here.
0: Because because Rana, we've sort of been teasing it, it's not the typical lab. When people think of the lab, they think of coffee.
1: Yeah. They think I'm in the coffee lab.
0: Exactly. But you've been in the nighttime lab, not the morning lab.
1: You know, that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. And you know, with everything that has gone on in the last year.
0: Oh, it's been a year on it.
1: And the way that people have been feeling and the way that people have been looking forward to summer and the way that we've been looking forward to summer. Big time. We said, let's get a head start on this. And I really couldn't announce this until it was perfect, but it seems like it's time now.
0: Oh, my God. I cannot believe this is happening right now.
1: Allow us here at Ask Rana.
0: To Dukes tr- and dames.
1: To get, add a little spice to your, uh, what are we calling it? Uh, unveiling. What are we calling it when people come out of lockdown?
0: Uh, b- 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 bitch, so I'm back. There, I don't know. Um, is there a
1: word for that?
0: I'm I don't calling, know. Reg- what are What do you call it I don't the want to call it
1: our coming out because it's, it's Pride Month. So I, I don't want to, and I want to remind people we're giving $1 from every bag of coffee. Uh, right to, to Immigration Equality. Immigration Equality, which is a fabulous organization. Is it a
0: metamorphosis or like a-
1: It's like the cicadas coming out of their crunchy shells.
0: By the way, this year's the year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the brood. Exactly.
1: Uh, but- this is, everyone is about to have their little mini coming outs. They, Did they you can time gather. this
0: release for the Cicada? The Cicada's coming? The
1: Cicada's timed it to me.
0: Got it. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's how that works. Yeah. But we have really, it's true. We have been thinking about how everybody is ready to come back and come back with a little bit of a vengeance. People can gather it in a little bit more, in larger groups. People are starting to come out of lockdown. And yeah. we said, what can we do? We still can't really travel the way that we want to, but can we transport people? That was sort of the challenge that we- Bill uh, and Ted. Exactly. That we we charged ourselves with. We
0: needed our own DeLorean.
1: And we built one. Yeah, big time. Without further ado.
0: Now this is, I just need to stress, this is the biggest, Joe Biden would have said in 2009, this is a big fucking deal.
1: Yeah. And it truly is. When he could still swear. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Uh, This is a big fucking deal. And I actually, it doesn't exist except for right here. And I can't believe it.
1: We have done a collaboration. Yeah. With what I, and I have been, of course, all over the world, all over the country.
0: No kidding.
1: I am a home cocktail connoisseur, of course. Yes. This is the closest thing I have found. Yeah. to the Negrana that I, sh- that I sipped on the balcony of the fifth floor of the Eden Hotel in Rome. That One of the, the places runner. that I first fell in love with, the Negrana. Yeah. Uh, but Italy for sure, all of Italy. For
0: sure, for sure. You can
1: get yeah. a gorgeous Negrana. They want to serve it with ice. I say, hold the ice. I want to have it up. Wow. And this incredible company in Brooklyn, St. Yeah. Agrestus, which they sell at Shubi's, by the way. I hate to tell you. Sure. Uh, we have done a collaboration with them. Yeah. And they have bottled for us mm-hmm. for the very first time mm-hmm. the Negrana.
0: I cannot believe it. I. This is such... By the way, Ramona Singer could never think of this one. Never. Never. This is
1: a limited edition run that we've done.
0: Yeah. Go screw Bethany Frankel. Look at so us. So
1: go scratch. You can only get this Correct. while supplies last. Yeah. It is going on sale on June eighteenth.
0: When I tell you this bottle is chic and it is understated, but opulent and just elegant, it's absolutely
1: wild. gorgeous. Gorgeous. They they we're going to unveil it on our Instagram, of course. Mm-hmm. But they go on sale June eighteenth, and the idea is that they the first batch will arrive before the Fourth of July weekend, which everyone uh, is looking perfect. forward to. We'll be drinking them on the vineyard, there's no question.
0: No question.
1: Nothing goes better with a flag cake than a Negrana.
0: Absolutely not.
1: And it's a gorgeous, uh, large bottle. It's a pre-mixed cocktail. Mm-hmm. I think there's about eight Negranas per bottle, so we're not skimping here. Not bad. Me. But the only thing I'll tell people is that just like with a bottle of wine, when you open it, they need to be drunk. That's right. So, so have uh, an
0: occasion, have a game night, get all your Vax exactly, friends together. Because I think
1: I'll have to check with fabulous Louis, who is so adorable from Saint Agrestis, sure. Uh who put this together with us. Uh, and he'll tell me exactly, because after a few weeks, I think it is, the vermouth can start to turn a little bit <laughs> once the bottle's been open. Makes sense. But you don't have to drink them in a day, but it takes a little time. Yeah. Uh, but this bottle is so stunning and we are so excited to share I this with everybody. I would say this is
0: like the gold belly of drinks in that it's something that you could it's something you're ordering that's really special for like a special night of the week. You're going to order in from Streetbird in Harlem or you're going to do something really exciting and cool. Um but but yeah, that's what this is and you can just get a, bo- a Negroni, a bottle of Negroni.
1: This is the closest thing to being invited into the carriage house or to my pool or to the vineyard, really. Which is honestly, and I barely get
0: that invite myself, and have but a this drink. is transporting you to that. Yeah. No doubt about it.
1: We are so, so, so excited.
0: What's the best way to get it, Ronna? We're just announcing it today, right?
1: We're announcing it today, but on June 18th, they can go to negrana.com fabulous. And get the Negronis. And we are so excited. We're working on this with our dear friend, Louis from St. Agrestus, who makes all kinds of gorgeous things.
0: Yeah.
1: And of course, Connor, who invented the Safogato, who you may remember.
0: Of course. From Fiddle DD. What's his little thing called? That was really uh, crazy (laughs) that I said little thing and all that. So anyway... Tell me what Connor's business is called again.
1: Well, I'll tell you the funny thing about Connor is that Connor has opened his own uh, liquor store now.
0: Wow. In
1: Brooklyn. Since we last heard from Connor, he has opened his own liquor store. And I believe it is called Fiasco. Fun. Which is That's such great. a cute word. That's, you know, I do
0: love that word. I do love it. And, and I also it, like it, manic enthusiasm. Uh,
1: manic enthusiasm is. Th- <laughs> That's a few it, words, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. But Salon Pass is just one, Ronna. Uh
1: Salon Pass is just one. That's true. Yeah. Um, but Fiasco Wine and Spirits and their website, just in case people want to order, any, order anything because no one does a better job at this, is fiascobk.com. They're in Brooklyn. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. So. It doesn't have much to do with BK jeans.
1: Or no. BK doubles.
0: BK doubles. Correct. Yeah.
1: Which uh, which that. were burgers, I believe. Is that right? Probably. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Double burger. Took a Whopper. Yeah.
1: A whopper. Rana. Uh, breaking. event.
0: Emma. Emma, if you're listening, put in urgent alert news here.
1: <laughs> put in the do 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 the do do, 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 do. Yeah.
0: Breaking Salampas news straight from Dante. <laughs> from their website, our product named Salampas comes from its active ingredient, methyl salicylate. Methyl salicylate passes through the skin and goes directly to the site of your pain right where it hurts. Therefore, Salampas represents salicylate pass. Oh, that is the it, dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life.
1: It was invented in Japan in the 1930s. Oh, but its current form in came, came back in 2008. So they got to say, that's a, that's that was a real a great janky idea. Name. Salicylate passing through your skin was their big hot idea. But where are
0: they even getting the salon? The lawn or the that's,
1: on? You're right. They've got the sal. But yeah. Is the on pass. Why not just Sal pass? passes on? Passes yeah. on. That's what they're trying to supply.
0: So pass it on.
1: Yeah. Salon yeah. pass.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, just, so I'm rocking Salon Pass.
1: I'll never forget. And that it.
0: has been breaking Salon Pass news. Emma, you could do the wire if you want to get it.
1: All right, dear. Should we do some of our updates?
0: Please, Rana. I'm begging to do them. Okay. Okay.
1: Or reviews, I guess, is what we have. I don't know sure, what we sure, have Sure, sure, sure. We've got
0: some reviews. And yeah. again, rate, review, subscribe. It costs Please. nothing. It helps the show tremendously. Do it Please. everywhere you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or uh, Spotify, anywhere.
1: And I think that these people think we're asking a lot of them, but look at how much we're doing for them at the same time. It
0: literally takes, you open your app and you press five stars. And if you want to leave a review, you can literally write, as Rana said last time, love, love the pod.
1: What Period. other podcast that you love that is yeah. that is digging deep into their souls and their minds and their hearts and the spirit and sharing their most uh, esteemed advice with you, What what other podcast that you're following, may I ask, has come up with a high-end cocktail?
0: We have bottled bougie.
1: For your summer experience to bring the experience home. I mean, Correct. I'd love to know. Is Joe Rogan doing that? Ugh.
0: No, he's yeah. not.
1: No, but he'll sell, sell you a vitamin. Definitely. All uh, right, dear. Sorry. Please read these reviews.
0: Nick 92690 Uh-oh. says, oh. Five stars only. <laughs> Excuse me. I've followed both Ron and Brian's careers for many years now and have been beyond delighted to see this odd couple pairing continue in this iteration. They have a great banter, truly care about their fans, and try to give advice with a sense of sincerity or Michigas when appropriate. A must listen with a Sierra Trudon candle and Negrana, if you ever.
1: Oh, excuse there you go. me.
0: Or if you're of the Brian oh, persuasion. Oh, 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 Rana, are you okay?
1: I spilled water all over my desk, Rana. Hold on. This is
0: this is what people need to understand. Ronna doesn't get excited too often about something, uh, but when she does, she can't control herself. It's wild to see.
1: I spilled water all of my gorgeous desk.
0: Of course you did, Ronna, because we're in an exciting time.
1: I'll be right back. Go Hold do on your one thing. second. That's fine. All right. Crisis averted.
0: Oh, thank God, Ronna. I was so scared. Sorry, I was about to call yeah. the police. That's okay, Ronna. <laughs> I got so nervous for you because you never get this excited.
1: It's true. It's hard to get me excited, but I was That's excited. True. It must've been all the excitement surrounding the Negrana release. Of course it was. Yeah. I got nervous that people weren't going to love it as much as we do.
0: Impossible, Rana.
1: Is it possible? It's probably not possible.
0: I don't think it is.
1: Yeah. It's and so delicious, yeah. this drink. I can't it's, tell you.
0: It's delicious. It's gorgeous. It's a stunner. And then when people ask, where did you get this? You could say, well, you can't find it in any store.
1: Well, that's true. I went to
0: Negrana.com.
1: It's absolutely true. And I have to say, and they'll see the bottle and we'll, of course, do a proper launch, et cetera, et cetera. That's right. But this bottle is so gorgeous.
0: It is gorgeous. That the bottle
1: alone is worth the price of it. I mean, it's just such a stunning, and it's a great gift, and I'm so excited. Yes,
0: wonderful gift.
1: In any event. Okay.
0: I mean, honestly, you're seeing your quarantine friend for the first time in a very long time. You say, I'm bringing a bottle of Negrana.
1: I'm bringing I'm something doing. special. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely.
0: M underscore Henry underscore Dearborn says, my favorite podcast. This show is so funny, so consistent, and a deeply comforting experience. Yeah. Ronna and Brian are the best. I could listen to them talk about truly anything because of how much they enjoy talking to each other.
1: The, oh. the, that's
0: very true. Yeah. The guests are always fun, thoughtful people, not to mention some big names. How does Rana do it? It's true. And the advice is- connection. She knows everybody. And the advice is sincere and grounded. They
1: know me. They know me.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's refreshing to hear strong points of view, but coupled with great empathy and wisdom. Excuse me. To anyone who's uncertain, just start listening and you'll love it immediately. And if it's within your means, absolutely become a Carriage House member on Patreon. There are wonderful book and movie conversations, exciting conclusions to free feed cliffhangers. And maybe the best part is that you'll just feel special. Pardon Ah. me. One small disclaimer, Brian is very charming, but he can be a little mischievous sometimes. <gasps> kiss, kiss. Well, Ronna, I feel like that's part of my charm.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And people need to understand that I tell what they're thinking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You you pull the covers back. That's right. For sure.
0: That's right, Rona. Yeah. Yeah. C-H-S-2. Crushing it. The longer these two work together, the more nuanced and stop. Excuse me. The more nuanced and thoughtful their insights become. Oh. What does that mean most improved?
1: Yeah, what does that mean? We were giving blunt advice in the beginning with a hit people over with a, the head with a hammer advice and now we're oh. giving real Come on.
0: Come on, CHS2. Yeah. I've been a listener since the beginning. These two got me through the pandemic and now get me through my week every Tuesday. And Friday, the second thing I do after getting up is play the new episode. That's so wow. nice. I don't blame you. I would love to wake up with, with this episode. That sounds like a wonderful, wonderful uh, morning.
1: I wish we could look forward to our own podcast as much as uh, I wish I had something I look forward to as much as people get to look forward to our podcast. Does that Me make too. sense?
0: Of course it makes sense, Ron. Because
1: I love our podcast, but I've already lived it.
0: Already lived This podcast. That's right. You've already lived it, and we're. You know what, Rana? We're shining examples, though, of not dwelling on things. We have work to do. We have things to be focused on. We have no time. We have drinks that we're, you know, bringing onto the market for the very first time. I mean, this just isn't time to dwell.
1: Do you think they understand how much we love them and how much we think about them?
0: I do wonder if they do because we do love them. I think sometimes we are kind of funny with them and sort of say like how could you da da da, da whatever but silly silly we love them. silly yeah. we'll do a silly silly yeah yeah but yeah. we're ribbing them we love them
1: yeah yeah
0: the podcast is a must listen situation and I do so excitedly you should too thank you Brian and Ronna for making feel connected to this earth each and every week oh, kiss kiss how wonderful how about that
1: what a wonderful I got wonderful a number review. how about
0: them apples oh Ronna you must love goodwill hunting
1: uh, I'm in and out on Goodwill Hunting.
0: And how are you feeling about Benifer 2.0?
1: You know, we haven't discussed Benifer
0: 2.0, but Ben Affleck's a local boy made good.
1: I wonder what's really going on there. I do. Right. I appreciate the fact, one thing I sort of like about it is that they seem very comfortable with each other.
0: They really do. I mean, almost too comfortable, frankly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but they do seem, whatever the connection was that they had or whatever that romance was that was up and down and around, they both seem to understand something about the other. Yeah. And...
0: Like, I bet they don't even get that mad at each other. Like, it's probably the kind of relationship where they're like, stop, you're being annoying. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it feels genuine in that respect. Mm -hmm. I wonder, I don't think it's, I wonder how hot and heavy it is
0: based on, you know what, it could, it could go either way because they when they look like they've had a night, the next morning, they look like they've had a night.
1: It's true. And I, I don't, don't
0: know what that means. Yeah. Because I know she's not a partier, but they. I just feel like they could have really wild nights or they could just wake up and be like, I can't do it today. You know what I mean? We don't know whether they're waking up unmotivated or whether they're waking up like exhausted from a fun time.
1: Yeah, though they always seem... You know, celebrities always seem like they have to get dressed before breakfast and they have to look perfect for right. the cameras and blah blah blah. They and, seem
0: very chill. And right Jennifer
1: now. Lopez, of course, always looks perfect, oh, yes, no matter stunning. what she's, she's doing. Beautiful. She's unbelievable. Yes. But she does seem very relaxed in his presence.
0: Yeah.
1: And if nothing else And he's uh, throwing
0: his feet on every table he can find, oh, he's leaning got back his,
1: smoking, drinking smoking, Coca-Cola.
0: Totally. Just like yeah. uh, stained teeth. The works.
1: <laughs> and if nothing else, it's such a gift to Red Sox fans, truly. How come? Because oh, Alex Rodriguez the- was was a great villain.
0: Oh sure.
1: And uh Arod was a great yes. villain. And so if nothing else, there is that moment where um where one of Boston's finest is sort of breaking the heart of an old Yankee. So yep. Now listen, no, that, we have a fabulous guest today. We really do. Talk this about hot and up and coming and fabulous. Top ten
0: comics to watch, Rana. Officially, I
1: am so excited. I love watching this guy on Instagram. He's when so I go funny. on Instagram,
0: so so fun, and I
1: can't hear, wait to hear what he's been up to. But he is such a hilarious little creature. Truly, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, Caleb Hiran.
0: Let's do it, Rana.
1: Brian.
0: Rana, Father's Day's coming up.
1: And guess who's back as a sponsor on the podcast, pardon me.
0: Man, crates. And Rana. why on earth would you give your dad another, like, world's greatest dad mug? No. And one of those dumb cards that's like, what am I doing farting all day? I hate those, I have to be honest. <laughs> like, it's all these Father's Day cards about farting, and it's so gross to me. I,
1: I don't really know about that. Well, you know, I if do. you're trying to make me feel bad because Jordan doesn't have a father anymore, then you've succeeded. But that's well, not what this ad is about, dear.
0: No, it certainly isn't. This ad <laughs> is about getting your father a gift he won't have to pretend to love.
1: That truly. is so true. I have to say, these man crates, and you can because men are the to worst this. to
0: buy for. Her. Yes, I can. I've as, I've had a man crate.
1: as a man who has received a crate. You can attest to this.
0: Absolutely, these
1: are incredible, and they're so. Fun and thoughtful. And guess what else they are? They're what people actually want. This okay? is what
0: exact they're so fun to open. You're literally making, just sort of pounding your way through a crate to get something wonderful. I it got comes with a crowbar, kit. doesn't it? Comes with yeah. a crowbar. Yeah. And you just get to go to town on this thing and then find something incredible inside.
1: They've got an exotic jerky toolbox. They've got a whiskey appreciation. That's the, the one we- I have. Kit, great. The one you had, yeah.
0: You can personalize it. It comes with a decanter, tumblers, ice sphere molds, slate coasters, snacks. And also there are mil- hundreds of these gifts And uh, so much gear, flavors, activities that millions of dads love. Plus, they're shipped in their own awesome container, as we mentioned, the wood crates, or an ammo can, or a gift card cased in a concrete block.
1: I mean, come on. What do you think of that, Rana? They making unwrapping, it makes unwrapping the gift itself actually fun. I have to say. Yeah.
0: So now through Father's Day, June 20th, get 20% off site wide. Wow. When you spend $149 or more at mancrates.com slash Brian.
1: B Y A N, pardon me. I don't want to hear any you, complaints.
0: Ronna. That's right. 20% off wow. when you spend $149 or more at mancrates.com slash Brian. Mancrates.com slash Ronna.
1: Brian. That's right. I mean, these people have solved your problem for you. Just it's done. Take the gift. Okay. It's done. It's yeah. done. Attention Carriage House members run a year to tell you all about Anchor.fm. FM. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. So download the free Anka app now, or go to Anka to get started today. Kiss kiss. Brian,
0: Rana. Oh my god! I you know what I'm feeling right now? Fucking alt and fucking cool
1: because we've got
0: one to watch here, Rana.
1: I think if you say those things, it immediately negates them. I could be wrong.
0: No 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 it doesn't. It's like when you go to a city, you wear the sweatshirt with that city's name on it.
1: Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find when out you what go see team, a concert,
0: exactly. that's, a, that's
1: our first piece of advice. Find out the team of the city you're going to visit and buy a shirt, buy Absolutely. a jersey. If you're going
0: to visit New Orleans, <laughs> then only wear the Hard Rock Cafe New Orleans t-shirt there. That's how you blend if you, in. Lo- how you Well, no, in. they've had
1: a lot of trouble with that Hard Rock building in the last couple of years.
0: Oh, really? There was a there oh, with was a the
1: construction site and the guys' legs were hanging oh out like the God, Wicked that's Witch right. of the West. We saw that yeah. someone's yeah. legs were hanging
0: out of that construction site. <laughs> yeah, that was so right. crazy.
1: That's this isn't any wedding. Do you know that someone a found a shallow
0: grave with a squirrel buried, but it, it had a high heel shoe as a headstone, <laughs> like placed there?
1: <laughs> where where was
0: that? San Diego.
1: Okay, I'll yeah. buy it.
0: But, well, but none we're not of here this to talk has
1: anything to do with us well, joining us. We today. have the
0: funniest guy today. <laughs>
1: I love watching this guy on Instagram. He's so
0: funny, and his tweets are absolutely hilarious.
1: He has his own podcast. He's a performer.
0: He does keeping records. He's on it. He's keeping us all accountable, Rana.
1: Without further ado, Caleb Caleb Heron.
2: Heron. Hi, Caleb.
1: Hi. Hi.
2: How's it going, you guys? How are you, dear? I am fabulous. How are y'all? Now, Caleb, you're
0: wearing a hat that says Yosemite, so I assume you're in Yosemite right now
2: uh god no and that's why i was really nervous when you guys started saying that because i'm not there and i'm feeling stupid that's yeah i was you saw i started bleeding from the eyes it was
0: awful (laughs) because i was so scared for you uh caleb thank you so much for coming on this podcast and dishing out really valuable thoughtful advice i'm just presuming that you will we all will for sure
2: I, I have always been, um, uh, like, you know how you have a, a a friend in the friend group who's the advice friend. Yeah. This is me. So I'm, I'm happy to do it. I grew up fast because I was gay and in the closet. So I'm ready to bring that wisdom. And where did you bod- grow up again? Missouri. What town? Uh, it is, uh, about an hour and a half North of Kansas city. It's called Chillicothe.
0: And what's the population there?
2: Oh, the population's probably like 8,000. But wow. Okay. Sometimes we're on jeopardy because uh, we, my hometown is the home of sliced bread.
1: Excuse me? I'm kidding.
2: Are you jealous?
1: Am I jealous? Gel- I mean, is there anything better than sliced bread?
2: Best thing since sliced bread, literally my hometown. So basically people... <laughs> People were cutting it themselves. People were maybe making imagine? it into slices. Can you imagine the barbarity no, of it I would, all? Oh, I would absolutely no. kill myself. Yeah. Disgusting. Absolutely. It'd be my last day on earth if I had to cut yeah. my own bread. And so <laughs> a guy in my hometown made a system Uh, to- that, He invented that made, the slicer. Yeah. He sliced loaves. And then that's us. That's us. Now. Would you, you know like what, to yeah? hear- uh, I believe this was in the nineteen thirties or forties. Oh, okay. uh-huh. Yeah, this was yeah. two thousand twelve, and it's it's so exciting. <laughs> I, you know, I have a fact
0: about sliced bread that I just recently learned. If really, you'd like to hear it.
1: I'd share love it. to
2: share it or I'll die.
0: So during World War II, mm. they needed a bunch of steel, obviously, for this and for that. And so the, what they said was, "Okay, we're now not going to make sliced bread because we're going to use those slicers for another thing we have to do." And there was such outrage in this country that it lasted for like a day and then it was yeah. like nope not happening and they went back to slice we'd bread
1: rather people die than slice our own bread correct
0: Yes, yes. that's right Rana. Yeah. well at this point everyone was working and out of the house and raising kids themselves like i don't blame them give me that bread. was the last
1: last thing they had time for was slicing their own slicing
0: bread, bread. which frankly yeah. doesn't sound that hard no but, oh, but
1: boy it now, but it's all about the uniformity. A sandwich doesn't look as gorgeous unless it has a uniform slice. You yeah. go to the middle of the loaf to get two pieces that you know are exactly the same and the freshest. At least that's how I start. I start I never from the middle. That. Oh, for yes.
2: me, yeah. And then you throw out the you throw out the end pieces. How well,
1: not dare you?
0: I never. Those are my favorites because they're a little thicker, and you can put up, You to, you toast it. And then you pull up, you cut a little slice between the base of it and the top, and you put your butter in there.
1: That's that's lab-O-M stuff to me.
2: Brian, I'm not going to ask you again to stop. That's not, you know, that's not good. You can't do that. You
1: can only share the end of a loaf with like a mouse. That's like, if it's your your last crust and you say, I'll give some to the mouse too. I mean, just before you drop dead. I'm on my last crust.
0: I'm on my last crust with this. (laughs) Conversation to be honest with you.
2: Well, this was awesome, you guys. Thank you for having me. You're and so I think- welcome. <laughs> you are you're an absolute delight,
0: Caleb. What was it like uh growing up? I assume what was the gay population in your hometown?
1: Eight you th- also eight thousand.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There were eight thousand people. What was the gay population? Like two, three,
2: four. Oh God, I have no idea. I mean, I didn't know. I didn't know an openly gay adult outside of a TV screen until college. Yeah. Um, Same. so it, I, may, there probably were, I mean, I guess there of were course, gay people right. around looking back. I'm like, Oh, the hairstylist, the guys at the nursing school, sure. but I, you no, know, I didn't know that. So right. no one who was
0: living a a full life as that.
2: Right. So, you know, yeah. pretty when, iconic. And then when did you come to L.A.?
1: So you're the first gay person to come out of Chattahoochee. What's the place called?
2: Chattahoochee. Chill coffee. I'm the first gay Chill person coffee. ever. Let's start there. I'm the first wow. gay person ever. Yeah. Um. Just period. <laughs> I love that.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I moved to L.A. Uh, almost a year ago in the pandemic, actually, during, uh, last June. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. How are you liking it? I love it. I think it's good. I've I've liked every place I've ever lived. I feel like if you hang out with cool people, every place is great. I think that's a good- That's your
1: first good piece of advice.
2: That is literally good advice. Well, it's
1: your second. Your first piece was never slice your own bread. Never
2: slice your own bread. Yeah. But
1: but that's because you work for the Chilla Coffee Board of Tourism. And
0: your third was (laughs) more of a fact, which was just gay people didn't exist
2: before really this moment. Before this moment, before I said it on this podcast. Exactly. That's right. right.
1: (laughs) So listen, none of this has anything to do with the show. It doesn't. None of it. What we're going to do here today is people write to us. They're desperate, Caleb. That's what it is.
2: That's right. I Otherwise,
1: why have they they turned to us? And so what we're going to do is we're going to read a couple of questions, and we're going to just answer them to the best of our ability. And if these people are smart, they'll take our advice. That's all we can do.
0: Amazing. That's all we can do. Should I start, Ronna?
1: Sure. Why not?
0: Greetings, Ronna and Brian and Caleb. Let's jump right in. Shall we? I think they meant shall we. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump right in Shower We moved into our current home in November 2019 It is a lovely modern townhome in the city With a rooftop patio That's perfect for a summer party since we moved in right before the pandemic, we haven't had an opportunity to host any parties. Okay. Now that my friends and I have had the opportunity to be vaccinated, I figured it would be the perfect time to have a summer rooftop bash. I created a Facebook event and invited all of my theater friends since the oh. data, picked- Oh, God. Okay. I know. Honestly. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you. Mistake number one. You said but
0: I couldn't. You said what I couldn't. Oh, okay. Since the, since the date I picked for the party would be after In the Heights is released on HBO Max. Uh,
1: so I've they are a- in
0: fact these people. I've oh, I'm a- sick
2: to my stomach.
1: I can't <laughs> but- <laughs> how do you think I feel? This is a fan of our show that wrote it. <laughs> it
2: would be so fun to watch it with my fellow up. How is thespians. this my
1: demographic? Ask, ask yourself that question. You
0: don't even understand that the next sentence they use the word thesbians. So thesbians. Ha- hang out with that for a minute. Spend some time with that. Let that ruminate. The problem here is is I've only received three RSVPs to the Facebook event out of 30 Ah. invites. I'd even take a maybe as solid interest in my party. Now, as much as I love them, theater people tend to be flaky. I don't want to spend time and money. By the way, who... Don't watch in the Heights with these people. You no. you won't be able to, you'll only be hearing their voices and performances the entire time.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't want to spend time and money to make this party what it should be if no one's going to show up. Should I just cancel the event altogether before it's too late? What should it, it be? Or would it be okay to add a post to the page asking for a headcount for food and maybe that, that will prompt more no. RSVPs? No. I look forward to hearing your advice, Kimberly.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Not, none Caleb, of
0: that. Caleb, what do you think? What should she
2: do to get those numbers? Or should she I, give up? I have two pieces of advice. The first is never be friends with musical theater people.
0: I I think that's a good piece of advice, actually.
2: I personally am. And I, every time someone starts harmonizing, I regret it because it's just not, it's not a healthy way to live around people who are dancing and singing constantly. And also sometimes
0: they'll do this. They'll be like, They'll start singing a song that's like, you know, it has a lot of play right now. And they'll be like, don't you think I kind of sing that better? And it's like, <gasps> no. <gasps> you don't. I know people like this. <laughs> One time in college, someone cornered me and started singing My Heart Will Go On. And they were like, don't you think I do it better than Celine? And I was like, "No." A, I don't even really like that song. But B, absolutely not. Except, of course, I said like way better.
2: You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because you every, everyone's industry, you got to be careful. That's right. They could be casting, They could be a casting Thank director you. someday, babe. You're right.
1: Uh, what was number two, Caleb?
2: Do you remember so, Caleb? Yes. My second piece of advice, and and this is gonna this is coming from a really smart place. I have I have thrown a couple of gatherings post vaccination, and hope. and I'll tell you what works, and this is how everyone should be doing it because it's the way that I do it. Um, you have to <laughs> utilize your maybe your close friends' Instagram list or um, a text thread or whatever. And you have to just get people's confirmations beforehand and say, yep. no Facebook event. You just text people, message people, post on your close friends, whatever, and say, Friday, 7 p.m., I'm thinking of doing this. Would you come? Yes or no. And then you force people to give you an answer. And then you then you just do it. And then they just are there. They're, they're either there or they're not. Now, if you have flaky friends, that's a whole other thing. you got to get a new friend group. But when my friends say yes, they show up.
0: Yeah, I think I think you have to go directly to each person, especially because it sounds like you're having a small gathering. I wouldn't have made a Facebook. I mean, thirty people's not really that many, and I think you can get that out of the way in fifteen minutes of inviting all these people and getting those numbers. But I agree. I think reaching out personally is the way to go here if you if you want a response and you deserve one. So yeah, but this
1: well, does she deserve one? There's another problem here, <laughs> <laughs> which is the event itself. Yeah. When you, when you put this, fa- fr- I mean, I think this is, it's time for a little intervention for Kimberly here, which is what A, way? what she's doing on Facebook. Is that a thing people are still I have on to Facebook? be honest,
0: that was sort of the first red flag for me with her.
1: An event on Facebook. What is your brand, Kimberly? Ask yourself what your brand is. Sure. And the letter you've written to us, you've told us your brand is Facebook invitations. Tough. To In the Heights. I love In the Heights. Party. How viewing dare everybody. Party. Sure. In the Heights viewing party.
0: Well, actually, I think technically this was going to take place after In the Heights premieres.
1: I was confused because it said that, but it also said we could all watch it together, didn't it? Oh,
0: got it. Okay. I, so I, yeah. I could
1: be confused. No, That's I a think,
0: tough sell.
2: I think either way, when you find, whether you love In the Heights, hate In the Heights, it's happening or something, when you find yourself planning parties around a, a musical release, I think that's a tough spot to be in regardless. This what is you're a planning, Disney
1: birthday party. And what that's you're what planning is. is four to five
0: hours of someone's time is really tough. what you're doing. You're tough. Right. And
1: you're asking people who have not socialized with large groups of people in a year to, to sit sing. and pay attention to something else. If people are finally going to get to see people, people they should get want to socialize. I totally agree. And whatever this, what is it? I need to know how much food and what to plant. I think- Caleb is right. You need to keep this casual and say to people, hey, this is what I'm doing. Either come or don't come. But whatever this grand event is surrounding the In the Heights release, yeah, is this who you want to be? Mm-hmm.
2: Still being you know, on you sh- Facebook is pretty embarrassing, I have to say, also. No. Not even I just agree. using it for the party. Still being on it in general is pretty tough.
1: It's outrageous. outrageous. I out. also
2: would say, though,
0: if you really, really want to get conversation flying, just put on the movie version of Les Mis where everyone has a problem with everyone's vocals in that movie. Just do <laughs> something in the background to really rile them up or like beauty and the beat or just something where people were so fucking pissed The musical theater people were pissed that they didn't do something. They didn't get it right. Into the woods. Put that on. People had so many complaints about it. And just- There's too many things
1: going on here. And what she should really be doing is ordering a bottle of our Negranas or two that just debuted. Caleb, we have our own drink. It's a summer Negroni called a It's served up. Bottled. It's gorgeous, Caleb. It's absolutely stunning, bottled. It's gorgeous. We've announced it today. Yeah. And let's elevate this gathering a little bit. Okay? Sure. Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it casual, but let's Mm. elevate it. Yeah. Let's- Let's t- It's time to step into who we want to be, and Serve. who we don't want to be is someone where people look at this event on Facebook and they're waiting. First of all, they even check Facebook if that's a thing.
0: I know. I and feel like they're I would looking never to see think- if
1: anyone else is coming. Yeah, and no that's one's true. responding.
0: That's true. You have to don't go give out them to each a one forum. personally and scale back your party. Don't make it be like a four or five hour commitment. That's way too much pressure, and no, no. one wants to sit together and watch anything.
2: No, no, especially not now. And also mm-hmm. the the Facebook party invite was only ever good for, and it's it's still only good for if good at all
1: a comedy event, right. or some, yeah. In
2: something, anything that you're going to invite 500 people to and expect 70 to 120 people to come, that Correct. is when the Facebook invite works. Correct. Right? It's another. It's just another way to blast that information. Yeah, Correct. it's yeah. not a small targeted gathering, Kimberly. Mm-hmm. I'm re- I'm I'm getting more disappointed as we go on. Yeah.
1: We did, yeah. But I'm glad we were Kimberly, able to, all that to stop said, her now. Yeah.
0: All that said. All that said. <laughs> I would go to your party.
2: Yeah, I would be there in a minute. kidding? As yeah. is. As fucking is. Rooftop townhouse, I'd be there. That, makes,
1: that makes two of you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. we're Probably half about. these
0: people are going to twirl off the top of that <laughs> building anyway, Rona. I mean, they're going to hear that music and then there they go.
1: We can't joke about that. Someone fell off a roof in the East Village the other week.
0: Well, it probably oh. happens all the time, Rhonda, but that's very sad.
1: I know, but I'll never understand these people that jump from roof to roof. They'll never make any sense to me. Is that what he
0: was trying to do, the person It was killed? a
1: she, and she was somehow on an air conditioning unit. I mean, a why? Stay. Here's my advice for the summer to everybody now that everyone's coming stay out of lockdown. Stay so Just stay on the roof you're on.
2: Don't go between them. That's no. my whole
1: piece of advice. Stay right. on the roof you started on. Okay? Don't
2: do those. Don't do those little head camera videos where you sprint along no. the edge of it and flip no, onto no another one. No parkour. That's over. Exactly. No parkour. It's Not over.
1: Yeah. 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 All right. Now, this person didn't even write Dear Rana and Brian. Okay. They're just desperate. That's Here the we level go. we're dealing with you. Here we go. I absolutely. This letter just starts. I absolutely love both Ronner and Brian, and I find your advice, while often helpful, sometimes a bit cheeky, directed at you, Brian, with a capital Y. Oh,
0: whatever.
1: I shouldn't even read any further. They didn't even welcome our guest. That's the first thing to say. They didn't even say. shout out our
0: guest or Caleb. Disrespectful.
1: Start a letter with Dia, okay? Let's, have a, yeah. let's not have all civility gone from society. You know
0: what? I'm in a... Change up the script here. Everybody, calm. And I'm talking to Caleb and I'm talking to Rana. Brighten up.
1: Oh, would we'll be We're too trying negative?
0: To help these people. We need to help these, these people. These people have written in seeking advice, and you all just laugh in their faces and throw oysters at their backs.
1: Well, I'm not the one who's inviting people to parties on Facebook, Brian.
0: You're right. Ultimately, you're both right.
2: And in, in, in Ron and I's defense, Brian, you're the one in the chat sending hateful things about these people. We've been I keeping it pretty light. I the- don't <laughs> care. Uh, okay, so what is I her I have deal? a
1: serious question, for mm. which I hope you have a serious answer. Okay. I recently got sober, did an inpatient program and everything. C- congratulations. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. I am now roughly at the six-month point and have been celebrating safely with friends. Aww. Here's here's the problem. I used the term, quote, early remission to describe my sobriety. This is a term I've heard many times in my recovery. A friend who has recently battled cancer has apparently taken issue with my description of my recovery. She has very angrily talked to the other girls in our group saying, I have no right to use the word remission as I am not recovering from an actual disease, just a, quote, moral failing. That
0: is, (laughs) I mean, I will always be on a person who has cancer side, but this might be the exception, to be honest with you.
1: This is incredibly hurtful to me, but I don't know if I should confront her ignore it, or tell the rest of the group that she can go fuck herself Rana. if she doesn't like, well, I didn't write this letter, and you're this right. person, you're on the, you're on their side from the beginning, Brian. They don't write <laughs> dear, they don't welcome the guest, and they make it so that I have to say that word? You're Unbelievable. Right. You're, right. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Go F herself. I think they should be in remission for manners this is what they should be in remission for this there person. We go,
0: Rana. There we
1: go, Ronna. go. F herself if she doesn't like my terminology. I do. That's angry too. Ah, what? I do. Be ah. I think there's a typo here. I think I. I, I'm going to assume this is the the crux of the whole matter. I do want to create a rift, or I do not want to create a rift. Oh. oh, oh. What should I do? Please don't use my name. Not even a thank you for the advice.
2: Ron, this person's had a hard year. She's yeah. She's going through a lot right now.
1: It's a he, I think.
2: He. Okay. But
1: anyway, yeah. All right, you two.
0: I actually don't think, I think that being six months sober is an extraordinarily difficult thing to be um, when you have gone through an addiction like that. And I don't think that, I think remission is associated with cancer, but I don't think it needs to be exclusive to it. And if that's the terminology in your AA or in your therapy or anything else, I think you have every right to use it. I don't think you are saying, I have suffered more than you have or... But I do think there's always a judgment on addiction that it isn't genetic, that it's something everyone can help, that it's something everyone is built to beat. And it it is a moral failure or just that you have a bad constitution for it or don't have the backbone for it, which is wrong. So I am A-OK with you using the word remission. I'm not saying I'm right, but I'm fine with it. And I think that this person, even putting out there that you're trying to compare yourself – to her and what you've gone through is sort of wild. That's me.
1: Caleb. The
2: friend with cancer has bad vibes. Uh, yeah. They, I'm sorry they have cancer. That's obviously horrible, but look, whatever, if they're not, they're, 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 I don't think they're being a very good friend with our friends if we are you should be excited that someone is overcoming something negative in their life uh, you should be excited that that that's happening uh, alcoholism is a disease by the way it's not mm-hmm. a moral failing mm-hmm. uh, it's it it is not the same as cancer but it's similar to cancer in that the chemicals in your body are doing you wrong in a way that's causing your health to, to, to deteriorate uh, it's weird who cares if they say remission yeah, if you who cares? are getting hung up on that you have weird bad vibes and you need i that's that's so gross so i say but I would say this. This is my advice. My my take is, friend with cancer, bad vibes, I would stop hanging out with them personally. Uh, But my advice is, just don't say anything. Yeah, they definitely cancer, don't say anything. They're upset. Just let yeah. it go. Who
0: cares? Let it go. And maybe, th- like exactly what you just said, Caleb, if this person is harping on this and talking badly about you and is really going in to hurt you with this or is still offended by it, just, yeah, just kind of disassociate. This, this person does sound not, very nice
2: well and here's a more here's a more universal uh do you this is not a reasonable i don't think the the person who's upset about the word remission the cancer friend uh is, ha, is has a reasonable uh gripe so you could think of it this way and this is good advice you guys you can't reason somebody out of a position that they didn't reason themselves into so just That's let them go just let them go she'll be they'll be fine whoever they are
1: well i, agree. I don't agree with either of you I'll say Rana, that right now it, I will say, I don't completely disagree <laughs> with either of you, but I think it's time for everybody to calm down a little bit and have a conversation. Uh-oh. Both of these two are wrapped up in their own personal narratives right now. And there's two things go. I think they need to find a park bench or somewhere nice to have lunch if, he re- if they really do care about this friendship, if it's an important friendship. And they need to just say, I think we need to have a conversation about this because I think, look, I completely agree that the person with cancer, cancer and no cancer, to say that alcoholism is a moral failing is absolutely out of bounds. And it's also
0: inaccurate. And it is. Well,
1: that's, but as Caleb was saying, this is her position. And so maybe that's what she believes. And if she does, then there's no talking her out of it. And I completely agree about that.
0: Right. But, but it doesn't make the what she's saying, what she's saying is not also not true.
1: I agree. But she doesn't, we, first of all, we don't entirely know whether she sees it that way or not. We know right. what has been repeated. Sure. And she may be a person that thinks that alcoholism is a sign of weakness and that's what it is. And she's wrong. And this is a nice opportunity for you to say, I've done a lot of work on myself in the last six months and I can see now where this is rooted and what this is about and et cetera. And it hurt my feelings deeply to know that that's how you've been talking about me and that's what you think about people like me. And if that's really what you think, I don't know what the future of this friendship is. Fine, I agree with that. But I do think, There are a lot of other ways to refer to what just because that's how they refer to what is going on with you in your particular therapy program doesn't mean you really need to bring that to the whole friend group. People with cancer are touchy. It's true. And they want to hold on to their own language. And I don't think that that's necessarily wrong. One thing, I agree that they're both diseases. I agree that they can both be life-threatening. But cancer is, I don't know what kind of cancer she had. I don't know how serious it was. I don't know whether it was a brain tumor. She has no hair. I can understand that it, it would set something off in her a little bit to have the friend who is undoubtedly talking to everybody about their sobriety start applying this label to their situation. And I think it's okay if you don't use that around her. It doesn't take away any of your achievement. To It's your achievement is not about what you're telling everybody about yourself. It's about what you're doing every day to stay sober and to stay healthy. And so if it's going to set her off, you don't have to say that around her is my personal opinion. You can say it around the people in your program. You can say it to other friends, but I, there's something else going on here between you two. And it may be that this is going to be the end of this friendship, but I do think it also would help your recovery to say to her, I don't like being labeled this, this way by you and spoken this way about in our friend group and that it it's triggering to me basically to know that this is how you're talking about this really hard work and this really personal, important thing to me. But I can also see that you might feel very similarly about this personal and important thing that happened to you.
0: I think probably where where the line would be drawn for me is if someone said that I was failing morally,
1: but we don't know I've, if she said that. We know that that's what well, the friends repeated.
0: In, okay, well they put it in quotes, so maybe not. But if if they are saying that, that would be really tough for me to come back from. That someone would have that point of view of me. Awful. Yeah, I don't think I would. I don't think I would want to be friends with that person any longer. If if that's truly what they thought. But uh it if really it's, totally to if it's worth it for you to How pursue long have they been in this
1: friendship? Sure. Are they old friends? Is it an important friendship to you, or is this just another satellite in your friend group that you could do without?
2: Yeah. If Only I'm in the, you
1: know the answer.
2: If I'm in the friend group, I'm saying no, let's stop talking about cancer and alcoholism in general. <laughs> I'm proud of everybody. Congratulations on your wellness. Let's go to a park. Let's go to a, let's go ride a roller coaster. Let's do something other than talk about who gets to use which words about this. That's okay. We're if that, I want to know what the friend said when it was brought up as a complaint. Cause I would have been like, oh yeah, that's the, it, fine that you feel that way, but let's not, uh, why let's not dwell on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, they've
1: never had a direct conversation about it from the sound of this letter.
2: No, not the two people. I'm saying the other friends that the cancer they said, oh, they've th- they've talked to all of our other girlfriends about me saying this and are mad about yeah. it. Those friends should be shutting this down and saying, "Hey, you guys either have a private conversation about it or don't we're done with it." You know?
1: God. I agree with that. Yeah.
2: That would sure. be my take.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, now we're going on to question number 3. Boop, boop, and I'm boop. stalling cuz I'm finding it. Okay, yeah. here we go. <laughs> My dearest Rana and darlingest Brian and delightful guest, if indeed there is a guest,
1: which there is, there is. Oh. We have
0: Caleb today. Caleb, Heron. me. I'm going to get right to it, but please know, please know, yours is my one and only podcast subscription. I've wow. never been a podcast person before you two, and uh-huh. now I cannot get enough.
1: Well, well, we do, do have you, a podcast to hear with why us. Why don't today? you give
0: Keeping Records a shot? Yeah, please. So here, but keep us number one in your hearts right.
1: with co-host Shelby Wolfstein. What a fun name! That is a good name. <laughs> I love, I wish my last name was Wolfstein. That's a great last name.
0: Wolf is just a great addition to anything. I agree. So here we go. I'm a 28 year old gay man. So sorry, Rana. I am working on a time machine to get me to 31. Is 31 good, better? Caleb, you need to know that Rana hates, not hates, thinks that men 28, 29 are at their worst. That's what she Oh, does. that's interesting. And then yeah. once they make the jump into their 30s, everything gets a little better.
1: A le- Deep into their early 30s, things start to improve. 25, through- 26,
0: A-OK. 28, 29 is when it gets a little dicey. How old are you, Caleb? I- you don't I'm don't 26. I'm 26. Oh, so you're, you're in the you're good
1: fine. spot. yeah. You're
2: totally I'm good fine. for now.
1: 29 yeah. is the problem, yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. I look forward to it. I look forward to being part of the problem. I always That'll- want to be part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I look good. forward to that.
0: I love it. When the pandemic struck, I became work from home and thought the smart thing to do would be to give up my rental apartment in the big city and move back home with my parents to the small town I grew up in. Both because my job is demanding and time with my family is generally hard to come by during normal circumstances, and I thought it would be a good way to bolster my savings account. The plan was to move home until in-person work resumed. My office is looking at 2022. It was great being with my parents. I got to really talk my dad to my dad as an adult for maybe the first time. And my mother's cooking is out of this world. Huh, but, lucky ooh, you. No kidding. But whoops. I fell in love. No. That was not part of the plan.
1: Oh, Fuck.
0: dear. He's like nobody I've ever been with before. And I can absolutely see a future with him. Mm, kind of. Problem is he loves this town. He loves this slow life. And while I've enjoyed the past year, as things start opening up, I know this kind of life isn't for me. The town is small. It does lean liberal for a small town, but there is some lingering ignorance and fondness for the, quote, simplest pleasures, which just doesn't do it for me. What can I say? I'm a city mouse at heart, and the nearest city is at least two hours away. So is love enough? I don't hate the town. It just doesn't feel like me. And I do a little bit hate being around all the people who have known me since I was in diapers, which they like to remind me of frequently. I'm not passionate about my career, though I am on a good track to make a good deal of money. And staying here indefinitely would most likely mean having to find a whole new line of work. There is no moving this man. He has a good job here that he loves. He loves being close to his family. Should I stay and try? Will I end up presenting him and this town? Is there a way to scratch the city itch while staying with the love of my life? Any insight would be much appreciated. Love you both. Matt, you can use my name. Nobody in this town knows what a podcast is. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Matt,
1: Matt from Chilla Coffee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. This, this second is, gay person. This is right. This is the second gay person. Uh Caleb, do you follow your heart or do you follow your heart?
2: Oh, this is so hard. I mean it, it
0: is, isn't it? This one's really hard. To say the love of your life. And this person is 31. I mean, that's – my advice is always to go back to the fucking city. But, yeah. but I don't know that that's the right thing to do.
1: Love uh, of your life. The love of my life.
0: But that doesn't really mean much to me.
1: I'm
2: like, can you prove it? It's been like, a, I, I, I I just feel like you know, a lot, if I if I met someone and over multiple, I, my I I want to move back to near where I'm from, not my town, but I want to move back to like Kansas City someday when I have a partner and I'm ready to have kids and things. That's something that I would like to do, uh, and you know, ideally, I have the type of career where I can be based somewhere else. But um, I don't. It, it, the way you're talking about the city, the way that. Um, you're talking about the town and it seems like the only thing in this town would be this person. I don't think, I feel like that would be a really unfair pressure to put on that relationship, especially yeah. it's so young. It's such a young relationship. Um, I feel like, no, I feel like go back to the city and make it work on distance. If if it's serious, you can make it work on distance until you know, um, what the future of it is. And if it's, um, you know, good enough to move back for
0: I know, I would like to know where the city you work in is, because if it is two hours away, then you can see each other on the weekends, no problem. Easy. And and also, we can drive up if he's not, if he has a day off, like, whatever. If it's, like, you are moving hours away or wherever your job is, I guess you could start long distance and then see where it goes. But I don't know, maybe you're, for me, maybe you're asking the wrong person, because my thing is always, like, no, go to the fucking city.
1: Also, if you do make the move back to the city it is absolutely going to uh accelerate for you whether this is the love of your life or not right how, you'll see how much you actually miss this person well if it was part of this sort of the romance of the pandemic and this luckily thing that ha- lucky thing that happened to you and but if you hate your life on a daily basis god
0: damn yeah
1: you know, Haven't we done enough of that already? one Dunkin' Donuts and uh, can I drink this coffee for the rest of my life right. whatever it is.
0: And like one a few people there who have are, are redheads with like a white streak in their hair and that makes them liberal. Like that's not enough.
1: <laughs> or you're, <laughs> you're going to move back to the city and you're going to say, what did I care so much about a goddamn fresh croissant for? What do sure. I care about walking around with my dog in a filthy pack or whatever it is?
0: Not to mention, you said you did, weren't even going back to in person until 2022. Got time? Why, Let me we, think, this why out. are
1: we talking about this?
0: I mean, it seems like you would probably know more in a year. I don't know what to tell you now, whether you want to be in the city for that year or whether you want to stay for that year and see how it goes. But listen.
1: It's six more months is what it is.
0: It feels like you, we're crossing a bridge we haven't arrived at. I think you're right. And so, yeah. by the way, six months in a young, fun, loving relationship is an eternity. I it mean, is. really, And also,
1: it becomes more of a real relationship where we find out right. what is the real partnership here. Especially, Not just, are we making pasta primavera tonight?
0: Especially yeah. now that the world is opening up. I mean, we are we are being thrust into a very different scenario we were in when you started this relationship. True. So- You honestly, he might be rude to waiters and you don't even know it.
2: You don't even know it. Exactly. That's a
1: great point.
2: So you haven't really seen him in the wild.
1: Let's table this for six months.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I think while you're tabling it, ask yourself do you want to end up in the city for the rest of your life is that where you imagine yourself uh you know retiring being old etc if not how much more do you want to get out of the city before you leave it have you done all of that already if not you know it's it's cuz as someone who doesn't imagine myself being in the city I'm in until the day I die maybe I will maybe I won't you got to ask yourself, have I done everything I wanted to do living in major cities yet? And if the answer is no, then you probably got to go back. You can't put that in the relationship.
0: Because the time to live in cities that are hard to live in, New York, LA, these places, is, when, is now. When you're now. young. It only gets more difficult later. And you yeah. can always go back later That's when like, you true. really know the city and all this. But like, if yeah. you're, I don't know, now's the time to live in a the city time that when is You can difficult. actually
1: afford to live in a big city.
0: Right, because you yep. don't care that you live you in need a less. crap hole, yeah. and exactly, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's
1: true. Yeah. Check in with us in six months, dear. After you find him, you know, flirting with whoever behind the milk stand or whatever. <laughs>
0: yeah. Exactly, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, the milk stand. Yeah, take one and uh, call me in the morning.
1: Yes, when we find in out about months. the dairy farmer he's been dating on the side. This whole sure
0: time, with the Bernie whatever. sticker. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Uh,
0: Caleb.
1: Thank you so much for being here. I have I I have to say one more thing about the cancer the cancer and the Uh-oh. alcoholic.
2: Uh-oh, Ronna.
1: Which is that I feel that the there's two problems there. One is, of course, the moral failing thing, which is that's a hard stop. If that's what that person really believes, we're done with that. They
0: call in baseball, they call it shortstop.
1: Correct. Yeah. Uh the other is the real issue between the two of you is that you both have the same problem, which is you feel, you each feel that the other is diminishing the other's achievements. You're using the exact same language to say, you're making it sound like it's not important that I, that I beat cancer. You're making it sound like it's not important that I got sober. And that is the part where I feel that there's a conversation to be had. But. Sure. The moral failing thing, of course, will then take everything off the table if that's really how that person yeah, feels. Yeah, I wouldn't
0: be able yeah. to be around that. Yeah.
1: Have you ever used Salon Pass, Caleb?
2: Salon Pass? No, I haven't had have the you, pleasure. Have you heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard. Of, I know the – yes, I've heard of it, but I don't know what okay. it is. Great.
0: Well, so it's – I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> it's If you have a sore muscle or something, it's a little patch you can put on. I had never even heard of it. And do you want to know what, it, what Salon Pass means? We looked it up. What does it mean? methyl salicylate combined with the word pass because it passes through your skin. And somehow those motherfuckers came up with Salon Paws for methyl methyl salicylate passing.
2: Huh.
1: For yeah. a pain patch. I salon love
2: pace. that. Yeah,
1: Why isn't it just called pain patch?
2: It That's should just be called pain cute. patch. I agree. Yeah. Pain yeah. patch is cutie. Yeah. There we are.
1: Um, now, Caleb, what happens now, Brian? Tell Caleb, Brian. Tell this Caleb, Caleb exciting. where we are in our show.
2: It's the
0: end of the show. And what we do now is we send a gift to one of the people who wrote in who we think just deserves it, something to brighten their day, so i'm going to recap who we heard from and yeah. uh, think about who you might want to give this to. so the first person we have is the person stuck in the small town with the young love, yeah, the second person we have is the uh alcoholic cancer scenario, and but I guess I guess the person it would be the person who wrote in, so the person who a is, six
1: months so befriend. exactly. Yes,
0: and uh, who doesn't finally, put
1: dear at the top of a letter with thank you at the end of a letter? And mm-hmm.
0: finally, Facebook party. Who do you think deserves something s- sweet <laughs> and nice to get?
2: Well, they all deserve I, it for different reasons. Sure, but where's I your heart say, going? Well, I, I, let me just tell you, I'm a young relationship person. You have love. You're off the table. Um, you yeah, have enough already. Is, you've got it pretty good. And the other person has a rooftop in uh, presumably a city. Uh, So off the table, you have enough. So it definitely has to go to our friend who's in recovery. Great. I feel.
1: I think that's a wonderful gift. I would have given it to Facebook, Patty, because I think that's the saddest situation of the three that I heard.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is. It's technically, yes. Oh, my God. And we
1: we were so rough on her. So what we're going to do is two things. We'll do – We'll send, this is a highly controversial because we have the sober person. We're going to send the sober person a fabulous Ask Ron Coffee. Caleb, did you, do you drink coffee?
2: I do. Did
1: We're you get the you Ask Ron a Coffee or yet. you didn't receive it yet?
2: I haven't received it just yet.
1: Okay. So we'll it. make sure that it comes to you. Are you a whole bean or a ground? Ground. Okay. So we're going to send our fabulous Askrona coffee, which comes in two fabulous flavors, Carriage House Blend, which is like an elevated Dunkin' Donuts, and then Shades of Vanilla, which is not a vanilla-flavored coffee, Caleb.
0: It's infused, Caleb. Take it. Thank t- you. It's
1: in a yeah. vanilla-infused coffee, and That's it's right. an absolutely elevated experience. It's perfect for iced coffee in this weather. Yeah. Uh, we're going to send that to our sober friend. And oh, and gonna then- We're going to send, I'm going to send- Facebook Roof Party is going to be the very first person to receive a complimentary bottle of Negronis. And if
0: that doesn't get people there.
1: And if you can't get them there with a, with a picture nothing of that will. on your Instagram or in your direct chat yep. or in your WhatsApp or whatever we've told you to do, however they're supposed to reach out to people, then you really need to start rethinking And if this no one shows group.
0: up, you have to drink the entire bottle alone. Well, and send us a video. And send, a- send us a <laughs> <laughs> and send us a
2: video of you chugging it,
1: and then you can contact our second letter writer about where the best place to get a little help is <laughs> if yes, exactly. you drink a Correct. whole bottle of Negrana's by yourself. Um, uh,
0: at Caleb says things on Twitter, on Instagram, everywhere. Please listen to Keeping Records, Caleb. You are absolutely hilarious and a, such a dream of a guest.
2: Thank you guys. Thank you this for having was me.
1: Pure delight. Thank you sure. for being with us, dear.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Have a sexy summer. YouTube. Yes. Shall we do our cliffhanger dear?
2: Let's do it, Rana.
1: Okay. Hello, Rana Brian, if applicable. And by the way, everyone guest.
0: needs to buckle up because this is this is someone who hasn't gotten the memo.
1: Oh dear. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. I want to begin by praising both hosts whom I've followed for years now. First finding Brian and Aaron in a at a crucial time in my life, having just received multiple mental health diagnoses mm. after completely shutting down at work one day and going into a heavy depression.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry.
1: This is applicable to my predicament below. That's awful. We're well, sorry to hear that, dear. Of course, as soon as I heard the first infusion of Rana, I was hooked. Excuse me.
0: Talk. Yeah, I, short shades of vanilla infused. all over
1: the place here. I'm a 31-year-old living in Vancouver, Canada. I'm not originally from this province. I grew up about four hours away from Toronto in Ontario. I have a brother and a sister who are technically half siblings from my mother's first marriage, but their dad was pretty absent. So we all grew up as if my brother was there. My dad was their father too. However, there is a pretty large age gap. My brother is 11 years older than me and my sister is seven years older. My parents and my brother still live in my hometown, but my sister and I are both out here in Vancouver. Her for university close to 20 years ago and me for music about a decade ago. The entire time I have lived in this city, my sister has been in a terribly toxic relationship. Uh, so 10 years she said she's been there. Is that right? Okay. Okay. Uh, she had always been very defensive about any, she has always been, had always been very defensive about any criticism, yet they would break up very often and she would spill all these awful stories and expect me to just ignore them and be supportive as soon as they reconciled. Over the years, I grew more distance, distant as her relationship continued to spiral and she continued to be in denial. I knew there wasn't much to do if she had no interest in changing. There were a couple, correct. There were a couple times in my 20s when she would ask to come stay with me for a week or so when her and her partner would be fighting heavily, as he always refused to leave the apartment. In my rented room in a house with friends or a rented room in a shared basement suite. When this would happen, I would go into crisis mode as she was detailing all these horrible events, and then they would get back together, and then I wouldn't hear from her for a while until things boiled over again. This all came to a head right before I became really unwell. I had stopped speaking to her for four months or so out of frustration, but to be fair, I was super bad at communicating and expected people to just know how to treat me. I've since learned a lot about about boundaries and my own self-worth. And truthfully, I'm very proud of the progress I have made in life over the last five years. It's wonderful. My sister came back into my life when she heard what had happened to me and we decided to address it later. We did talk it out a few times, but I've never really felt like she was fully hearing me. Mm. My sister continued. Don't worry. There's another page. And I, oh my God. <laughs> I know there is. This You've is outrageous. Got got You've got this. My sister continuing to be in denial, married her partner three years ago and shortly after purposely got pregnant she has Ugh, always wanted to be a mom, so I was very happy for her, but very nervous about her partner, who continued to be in denial about his addiction and mental health, and how their chaotic situation would play out. Seven months into her pregnancy, he let it slip he had once again stopped taking his antipsychotic medication okay. after a series of strange and dangerous behaviors had started emerging. I had to go meet my super pregnant sister. The bean weighed ten and a half and pounds at birth, and my sister is five two with a very small frame. Wow. On foot as she had been left on the way to work by her partner who drove off in their car. Wow. Uh. She came and stayed with me for a little over a week while we had to we had to work to get to him hospitalized. This time I had just got out of got my own apartment and we set up an air mattress in my living room. She didn't like the feel of my bed. I did offer. I mean, that's a sentence all there alone that we can cut from the narrative. I just sure. have to say that. When sure, these letters sure. are five when, pages when long. Adding, yeah. I don't need to hear about the air mattress. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Again, a very scary and traumatizing experience. Though there is information in that sentence, I will say that and we'll get to it when we answer this on Patreon. Uh, I was just starting to look for work again, living off of disability, and by sheer luck, managed to find a place I could afford on my own because living with roommates was not helping my mental health. This is a lot of it. Okay. When this incident happened, I was soon realizing that my sister was going to need a lot more help with this kid than my my previous thoughts of being a first-time auntie. I threw her a baby shower that the dad wasn't present for. My sister asked me to be her partner in the baby classes and a breastfeeding class so she wouldn't have to go alone. And I had read the entirety of The Birth Partner, uh, a book, I guess, as she had asked me to be present in the delivery room. I had fully mentally prepared to basically help co-parent this kid when he came. And then one day, right before giving birth, she let him back in and he was back in the picture like nothing happened. My nephew was born and I fell in love. I tried to help out as much as possible and my sister asked me to come over every day in the beginning because her partner was not helping in the least. After several draining weeks, I realized I had taken on way too much, too quickly, and I was burning out. Luckily, the baby was a couple months old and my sister was stopping, had stopped asking me to come around to help around the house. Cut to only a few months later, and my sister announces she is separating from her partner and has advised him to find another place to live. That was just over one year ago, and it wasn't tr- truly until around December of 2020 that she stopped entertaining the idea of them getting back together at some point. Hmm. Oh, Brian, yeah. I'm exhausted.
0: I don't blame you, Rana.
1: I continue to work on myself, and although I had never graduated high school, I'm now in my third semester of college have implemented some great changes in my life and feel like a different person in the best way possible. During the first semester of school, which was, of course, online, my sister began realizing that her ex, sorry.
0: (laughs) rana just yawned like a lioness. She did a huge lioness yawn. That there was such anticipation for. I mean, I was on the edge of my seat wondering what was about to happen. <laughs> and then she did it. Rana, you are in rare form today. I'm gonna be honest with you.
1: You are in rare
0: form. I'm telling you, something has happened with Rana. She's she's I've a little ever, looser than she used to
1: be. I don't think I've ever yawned during
0: a letter. I've never seen it. I didn't even know you were capable of yawning. <laughs> I didn't think you did, to be honest.
1: We have to put a word institute a word count.
0: No, this is it's pretty. It's getting bad. This
1: is too many details, I and agree. it doesn't mean that I don't have sympathy. Of course not for what you're going through. No, you sound like a wonderful too person. Too many goddamn details. Okay, right. Right. I don't need to know what semester of college you're in.
0: True, true. <sighs>
1: During the first semester of school, which was, of course, online, okay, my sister began realizing that her ex was not capable of looking after the child while she went back to work and that his daycare was delayed in opening because of COVID. I mean, he's a piece of work. I he's a me- He takes antipsychotic medication, Brian. Sure. Why are we expecting anything from this guy? Sure, sure, sure. I offered to care for him during the day until the pandemic eased up or his daycare opened. Okay. She assured me that they were meant to open October, 2020, but it may be delayed until mid-January, 2021. For my winter semester, January to April, I chose two courses instead of four or five and had peas for breakfast and agreed that as long as she kept me fed and paid for the ride she had to and from her house. I would come Monday to Friday and watch the baby. Here's the problem. Yeah. Today is April 29th, 2021. And I am still watching my nephew full time. Taking care of him is not the issue. I love it. We have a lot of fun. And that aspect fills me with joy. But my sister has continued to emotionally dump everything on me constantly. Excuse me, like you've just done to us.
0: (laughs) We're all victims in this letter.
1: She thinks out loud and vents and talks things into the ground constantly. Not just around to X, but also work conflicts, insecurities, money worries, you name it. Sure. I have had many conversations about how much I love her and want to be supportive during this difficult time, but that my support has to be in the form of caring for my nephew and making dinner every night, every weeknight. Despite that, there have been maybe a handful of days in several months where she has not mentioned details of her situation or repeated things she's said to me many times, analyzing his behavior, magical thinking, that kind of thing. Getting heated, getting elevated. When I gather the courage to again tell her I can't speak about this stuff anymore, she truly does get snippy with me at times, rolling her eyes, etc. Then later she will sheepishly hug me and say, I know you hate me, I'm the worst. Mm. I know I'm driving you crazy. I have also explained many times to her that I'm a very sensitive person and that right now it's taking a lot of energy just to show up every day at 7.45 and take care of a toddler alone until 5.45 p.m. and work on school. Regardless of conversations where I explain about my sensitivities and what I'm working on daily, she continues this behavior. She will talk out loud about a bill payment and get annoyed if I don't give her some sort of, ooh, that's good reaction. It's draining. She works from home two days a week, and those days are just worse because she not only chats to me all day about things, but also micromanages how I am caring for her kid. And even when confronted with the knowledge, with knowledge, the behavior is bothering me. She will just make it a joke, later. Brian, I hope I can't this person
0: understands. Ron is going to have to go on vocal rest for about a year after we finish this.
1: I'm going to have to go on rest from this podcast for about a year. <laughs>
0: They're putting you through your paces today. Mom. I
1: don't have another ounce of energy left in my body after this. And Mimi's getting fired. That's the other thing for putting this. <gasps> Mimi. In the brain.
0: Voyage of the Mimi. Get on that boat, Mimi. You're out of here. I'm
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can tell I'm nearing my end. I really couldn't, to be honest. Well,
0: we you. are too, by the way, after
1: this. <laughs> I'm at my wit's end. I'm gonna have to call up wit and see if I can go We're to his to ca- cabin. That's right. I'm going to need a weekend with at his cabin. And the first thing We're I'm going to do is- We're going
0: to have to recover from this.
1: First thing I'm going to do is throw a pillow down the stairs when I get there.
0: I'm going to throw a pillow and then I'm going to take all my throat lozenges that I can- I'm going to steam up every room so that I can go on vocal rest and I'm going to throw Salon pass all over my goddamn body.
1: Lose my number after we finish this episode, Brian. I'm serious cuz yeah. we're over. It's over.
0: It's done. this This
1: it. person finally defeated me and I didn't know I, the, what is that I is didn't me? know the day was coming, but I understand. A, you're part of this enterprise and I can't think about it.
0: Okay. And we'll we'll so talk. And so we're you just over. Need to go, all over You now. need I to go just You need pack to go convalesce. You need to pack
1: it up. Tell Dante to pack up his mixes and his this and his that. Sure. It's over.
0: Dante, pack up your tank tops. Tell Tony.
1: <laughs> tell Tony to to give his notice. Tell them all that it's over. And tell them not to come looking for me. <laughs> I dread you being in her You all have really done it to her today. I'm telling you. When she's there. I am getting frustrated that she's always wanting me to stay for dinner and spend Friday nights hanging out with her after she gets home from work. <laughs> she guilts me so hot on the nights I decline. And anytime I want to leave soon after she ge- soon after she gets home from work, she seems confused and asks why. She still also refers to me as her best friend to her other friends, which really makes me feel lousy because I do not share those feelings at all. She interrupts me constantly when we talk to the degree, uh, when we talk to the degree that more often than not, I never get my point out because she has grabbed a thought that came from something I said and ran with it. Again, when mentioning anything around this, she will always just say, I'm excited. You know how I am. Any advice for navigating this, or a reality check, if I am being unreasonable, is welcome, Fiona. Not my real name.
0: I mean, it better not be, because we're we're coming for you, Fiona. Rana, I need you to jump in bed immediately. We have go, you've got to be relieved from this. You, it's I, true. Really, I've got
1: to go lie down.
0: That should have been a two-hander, is what it should have been.
1: It should have never. I have deep sympathy for Fiona, but the Me letter too. never should have made it on the stack.
0: Fiona sounds like a wonderful person, but that was a lot—a lot of detail.
1: We're going to have to figure things. out on Patreon how on Earth, because we can't possibly uh, read this again. So we're going to—we always threaten to not read the cliffhanger again, but this time we we're not going it. to. This time
0: it can happen. all like what's going to
1: happen is I'm going to take up my teacher's pen, my red pen, and I'm going to edit the letter to what it should have been.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then we're going to see how long that letter is. Yep. All right. Join us on. Do you remember how excited I was at the beginning of the episode?
0: Because oh, we have the Negrana coming out. It's, it's an exciting time. We had a fabulous yeah. guest today.
1: Uh, join us on Patreon.
0: Yep. Patreon.com
1: slash ask Rana.
0: Coffee clutches Friday.
1: This Friday this is the one-year anniversary of our fabulous coffee.
0: All the coffee subscribers, we're going to be in a room with you we virtually. Can't wait. And we're going to be clatching it up.
1: We can't wait. Can't wait. And then keep yeah. a look on our Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram. Yeah, come on. Or Twitter or whatever, yeah. you're really missing out. Because what you're going to miss out on is the negroni uh, Negrana reveal. Correct. And I wouldn't want to be that person. That. Yeah. No way. June eighteenth, Mackie calendars. Mac Mac. It'll mac. be on sale at yep. negrana.com. Terrific. Uh and what can we say? We adore you and we can't wait to start moving out of lockdown with all of you. Correct. Delicious. All right. Kiss kiss I I gotta go light up. I, yeah,
0: I'm gonna go get drunk on Negranas right now. <laughs> like the whole bottle.